This episode is brought to you by KPMG Risk Services. KPMG believes that when you've earned the trust of all your stakeholders, that's when your business has a solid platform to grow. That's the trusted imperative. KPMG Risk Services develop and put in place dynamic risk strategies designed to help your business earn that all-important trust. Go to read.kpmg.us slash trust to learn more. Hey, this is Randy Gage, and you're listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Hey, what's up, Prosperity Nation? Hope you're doing amazing. So did your parents ever say to you, I'm in no mood to argue? (laughs) Uh... Well, I must be turning into my parents because I'm in no mood to argue. (laughs) Not this episode. Uh, (laughs) Because I'm going to share with you the 11 deadliest prosperity-killing beliefs. And you know me, I'm usually, hey, hit me up on Twitter, let me know what you think, let's have a talk, you know, discussion. But on these 11, if you think that one of them or some of them are not prosperity killing and you want to argue them, don't waste your time with me because I know with every fiber of my being that each one of these beliefs is one that if you believe it, if you hold this belief, it will keep you broke or sick, or unhappy, or all three. So I'm going to really push back on these and say, okay, these are, uh, you've got to eliminate each and every one of these beliefs, if you possess any of them, all right? So let's jump into it. Belief number one, rich people think about money all the time. This is actually... Uh, It's a pretty prevalent myth, and it's totally false. I can tell you that wealthy people think about money very little because we're not required to. I can also tell you that when I was broke, I thought about almost nothing but money all the time because I was desperate. Where was I going to get the money for the power company so they didn't turn off my lights? Where was I going to get the rent money so the landlord wasn't beating on my door at 7 in the morning after I worked the graveyard shift all night demanding her money, you know, or that I wouldn't get another eviction notice. Uh, I, all I thought about was money when I was broke. And once I started to have some, I got to think about the other wonderful aspects of life. Number two. Uh, There's a lot of different variations of this, but the basic belief is you were born needing redemption. This is one of the beliefs we get from organized religion. So you might have been taught that you were born in original sin or born a sorry sinner or that you're uh, here, you were reincarnated in this lifetime to do penance for being a camel thief 15 or 500 lifetimes ago uh, could be uh, one of the beliefs that you won't reach enlightenment until you've been through 
190 lifetimes and maybe you're only on lifetime number 111. Um, but they all come down to this that you don't deserve to be healthy, happy, and rich. You don't deserve prosperity. And like I say, this is one of the organized religions ones. So it's very prevalent and very emotional and very deeply embedded. Um, so if you have that belief, you got to blow it up. Um, number three, very related to the last one. Number three is you are not meant to be happy in this lifetime. Meaning this is another, of course, a religious uh, originated one. And the, the, you know, the, the premise of this one is if you sacrifice now during your lifetime, you will be rewarded in the afterlife. Heaven, nirvana, uh, living forever, you know, all of those kind of things. And of course, why this is so deadly is because you'll never give yourself permission to be happy when you're alive. Because you think you always need to be paying penance and you always need to be sacrificing now. And that, that you know, the, the, the premise of this belief is that life is just a rehearsal and you don't get any of the good stuff till the afterlife. And boy, Nothing will kill prosperity faster than a belief like that. Number four is our timeless classic, money is evil. Uh, comes a little from religion because, of course, the Bible uh, belief about uh, the love of money being the root of evil is probably the ancestry of this belief, and it kind of got uh, twisted and distorted over time. And now it's a very common belief, both religious and non-religious people that money is evil. Number five, uh, kind of a spin-off belief of number four, money makes people evil. This is a really insidious one, because uh, I know because I had it for 30 years, because you, you fall into these uh, beliefs that uh, it's spiritual that to be poor and good people are poor and poor people are good and um, so you fear uh, that if you become wealthy you'll become a not good person anymore your family won't love you anymore your friends won't like you anymore you won't fit in with the cool kids anymore because you're one of those evil mean greedy uh, rich people uh, and so you subconsciously sabotage your success. Um, so you got to understand what a lie this belief is, how incorrect, what a bad premise it is. Because money does not make people evil. Money does not make people good. Money reveals what kind of person you are. Uh, a good, grounded person will do amazing things if they get lots of money, and a bad, evil person will do horrible things if they get a lot of money. But money isn't the determinative factor there. Is that a word, determinative? I guess not. I think determining. <laughs> money is not the determining factor. Uh, money just reveals what kind of person you are. Number six, another classic. You have to sell your soul for success. 
Another one of these insidious ones that people probably have a little on their subconscious level, not even aware of, but they just uh, approach their job and or career or business with that nagging belief underneath that to really make it, they're going to have to sell somebody out, do something evil, um, be, become dishonest. Um, so it's, uh, it's a real hideous uh, and dangerous belief. Number seven, it's noble to be poor or it's spiritual to be poor. Obviously, this is just totally cray-cray, but, uh, you know, we've got to talk about it. It's a very common one. And again, this is one of the, another one of the religious uh, origin ones where uh, people are taught that it's, it's spiritual. This is how you get into heaven or how you get the afterlife uh, by being poor. And there's nothing spiritual about being poor. Money, is, you know... Poverty causes people to lie and cheat and steal and kill. There is nothing inherently spiritual about poverty. So let's blow up that belief forever. Uh, number eight, very re uh, related to number six, which is that companies have to be exploitative to be successful. Um, there's a lot of people who think, okay, I'm a good Christian or Muslim or Buddhist or whatever in my life. But, you know, when I go into the office, we're in the corporate arena and the rules are different here. And, you know, to be successful, we're probably going to have to exploit some poor people, some poor workers. And maybe we'll have to rape and pillage and plunder the environment. Uh, and pollute rivers, uh, you know, that kind of thing. That's just not true. There are many companies that are exploiting uh, people and the environment, but they don't, don't take the belief that it's necessary to be a successful company, because it's not. Number nine, to be successful, you have to be a bad mommy or a bad daddy. Um, another one of these just soul rotting, uh, heartbreaking, negative, limiting beliefs that's very prevalent. That uh, again, it's that thing when they put on their suit and go to the office, they think. Well, so, you know, to really become a VP or to get that promotion, I'm going to have to ignore my family and miss all my kids' uh, important events. And uh, I'm going to have to work all hours of the day and night and, you know, treat my family like garbage. No, you do not. You can be a great parent and become successful. A great loving parent. Who, who does everything possible for their children. Um, number 10 is communism. There's this belief, not that widespread, but in certain areas of the world very widespread, uh, that communism protects the masses or communism looks after the little guy. And man, you cannot go anywhere near this belief. Communism has failed every time it's been tried 
and everywhere it's still being tried right now, it's failing. So don't fall prey to this belief. And finally, number 11, your prosperity comes at the expense of others. This is one of those lack-centered limiting beliefs because you think that everything is finite and if you get the promotion, nobody else gets the promotion. You become, there can only be one president of the company, so if you become president of the company, no one else can become president. Well, that's true in certain uh, scenarios and situations that there's finite uh, opportunities or positions or things. But the overall, the big picture, all true prosperity is infinite. Love is infinite. Hugs are infinite. Uh, sharing is infinite. Empathy is infinite. Uh, money is infinite. Material things are infinite. You can uh, manifest more and more of those things. So, uh, but a lot of people have this belief, and this is one of the few beliefs, one of the, eh, I don't want to say few, a, a good number of these beliefs that the people who have it aren't aware that they have it. So um, it creates that self-sabotage behavior because you sabotage yourself because you don't want to be a bad person. You don't want to do an evil thing. You don't want to take at the expense of someone else. And when you believe that, that your success comes at the expense of other people, subconsciously you'll probably dial it back and maybe even uh, sabotage yourself. So those are the 11 deadliest beliefs in, uh, you know, that kill prosperity. And you have to blow them up every, each and every one, however many of these 11 you have. And some of you have all 11, okay? You've got to blow them all up. And again, don't hit me up on Twitter and argue for them. Remember, only argue for the limitations you want to keep. And every one of these beliefs is a limitation. All right, I got some bonus content for you. Um, but you have to earn it. All right, so let's make a deal. Um, I'm going to give you the... Uh, prosperity killing expressions. Uh, I've got like seven expressions that some of you say these every day, all the time, uh, or once a week, um, and you don't even realize you're saying them and you don't recognize the negative programming effect they have on your subconscious mind. So I want to share them with you, but you got to earn them. So here's the deal. I'm going to give you this bonus content, but you have to be a subscriber to the podcast. If you haven't, if you aren't a subscriber, you got to pause this right now and hit the subscribe button or put your hand on the holy book and promise as soon as this episode is over, you're going to subscribe. And if you're already a subscriber, you got to Give me a rating. Give me a review on iTunes or the Apple Podcast app, wherever. Uh, I'm just shocked. I can have thousands of downloads in a show. And the last time I looked, there was three ratings on iTunes. 
And come on, guys, you've got to practice the circulation law of prosperity. I don't sell ads on this thing. I don't charge you for this. I put out a couple shows minimum every week for your uh, benefit. So I'm asking in return, hey, subscribe and share. Tell people about the podcast. Give me a rating. So I'm putting you, <laughs> I'm putting you on the honor system, okay? You subscribe and rate. All right, so let's just have some fun with these. These are the bonus expressions. First one, filthy rich. How often have you heard that, thought that, or said that? He's filthy rich. But just think of the subconscious or subliminal association with filthy rich. Next one, we may not be rich, but at least we're honest. If you're a regular subscriber, you know I'm, I'm quoting the uh, Peter Parker's uncle in the first Spider-Man movie. Um, but that's a very common meme in our society that uh, we may not be rich. You know, we're the salt of the earth. We're the good people. And of course, why that expression is so dangerous is because you're actually programming your subconscious mind that uh, you don't want to become rich because rich people are the bad people and you'll no longer be the good people. Next one, kind of fun, poor as a church mouse. Again, what's the subliminal association? Poor people are spiritual, poor people go to church, good church-going, God-fearing people uh, uh, would be going to a church, and the mice in that church would be skinny and hungry because they were poor. Right. I don't you know, it's just craziness. Right. Uh, next one. We don't have money for that. Next one. Do you think money grows on trees? Next one. That's too expensive. Again, all three of those probably expressions you heard from your parents, grandparents, teachers, coaches, the people who really influenced you. Um, again, they're very lack centered. They're very limiting. Um, so we don't want to say something's too expensive. Now, it may be that uh, you see a commercial for a Lamborghini and you don't, it really would not be a smart move for you to take all your life savings and buy a Lamborghini, right? But you don't have to say the Lamborghini's too expensive or you don't have to say, I can't afford it or I don't have the money for that. You could just affirm, it wouldn't be prudent for me to purchase a Lamborghini at this point in my life. Right? So there's just a way to reframe some of these expressions and some of these beliefs so they empower you. And then finally, the, the last bonus expression is, of course, the chestnut, timeless classic, money can't buy you happiness. Right? Um, two replies, uh, two responses I would have to that. Yes, it's true, money can't buy you happiness, but let's also... If we're going to make that statement, let's also recognize the other truth of it, which is poverty can't buy you happiness, right? So the other response I would say to that is money and material things don't uh, have a direct make you happy element, but money and material things allow you self-expression and that self-expression can make you happier.
money, material things protect you against being evicted, not being able to buy medicine, being unable to provide for your family or to get the medicine that you need. So those are, there could be dire consequences of not having money that would inherently make you very unhappy that you can eliminate when you do have money. So that's how I would uh, look at that. All right, I hope you had fun with this. I hope you, you recognize some beliefs that you need to blow up and maybe some expressions that you might be using really frequently that you need to eliminate from your repertoire and uh, replace with empowering ones. All right, thanks for listening. Go out and be amazing. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. Do me a favor and practice the circulation law of prosperity and tell people about Prosperity TV. So if you would, just put something up on your Tumblr, your Twitter, your Facebook, your YouTube. Uh, let people know what you think of the Power Prosperity podcast. Even take a screenshot of your phone and maybe post that picture uh, so we can build the community here at the podcast. Thanks, guys.